0: Good morning. It's Thursday, October 12th. Harry Potter book day. What a great day to remember that you can love a book. You can love the stories, the characters. You can love the movies. You can love all of it. And still not like the author. You're a wizard, array. Right? I regret nothing. You know what? Leave it in. I regret nothing. And now the news. We, of course, start with the Israel-Hamas war. On Wednesday, Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said that they will, quote, crush and destroy Hamas, and announced he'd teamed up with his chief political rival, former military chief of staff Benny Gantz, to form an emergency unity government specifically created to prosecute the war. The announcement appears to be a clear sign that this war will continue to escalate, Currently, as of this recording, 300,000 Israeli troops are along the southern border of Gaza. Here in the States, the FBI, along with Homeland Security, issued a public service announcement that although no current intelligence suggests a planned domestic attack, we should remain vigilant. According to the FBI, terrorist organizations abroad have used previous conflicts between Hamas and Israel, quote, to call on their supporters located in the United States to conduct attacks. Now, yes, be, be vigilant, but let me again note that in their PSA, they specifically say that there are no currently known planned attacks. Meanwhile, Lebanon's militant group Hezbollah has blamed the United States' support of Israel for the attacks. The United States is sending the USS Gerald R. Ford, which is our newest and most best aircraft carrier, as well as nearly 5,000 soldiers and warplanes. Hezbollah specifically noted the naval ship in their message, saying it will, quote, not scare our people or the resistance movements that are ready for the confrontation. The group then called on Arab and Muslim nations to condemn the intervention. And in Gaza, their only power plant ran out of fuel on Wednesday. So now the only power is coming from generators, which also run on that same fuel that they're out of after Israel cut off all supplies in the territory. So that's where things stand on Wednesday. And then from that very serious story, we have to go to the United States House of Representatives and cover that. How embarrassing for all of us. Okay, first, let's talk about the fight for Speaker. It appears after some secret backroom meetings where members couldn't even bring their phones in, you know, exactly like how the founders envisioned our democracy, it appears that Steve Scalise will get that GOP nomination for the Speaker. However, he only narrowly won the nomination. It was a 113 to 99 vote. Obviously, all Democrats will vote against him, so he very clearly does not have the Speakership locked up. In fact, although there's technically a nominee, I would say Wednesday found the House no closer to a Speaker than when they ousted McCarthy. And again, I cannot stress this enough. The House is paralyzed without a Speaker. We've got a budget that needs passing, two very serious wars happening, and, um, you know, like a whole country that needs to be governed. And Republicans are such binkuses that they can't put their family drama aside and get the work done absolutely incredible. There does, however, seem to be a small group of Republicans that are ready to do some good work, though, because announced by House Rep. Anthony Esposito, there is a group of six House Republicans from New York that are supporting a resolution to expel George Santos from the House. Now, kicking him out will require a two-thirds vote in the House, or 290 votes. Democrats have 212, and it's very easy to imagine that they'll all vote yes. So then it's just up to 78 Republicans to, you know, do the right thing. I mean, currently, who knows? But hey, maybe they'll surprise us here. The United Auto Workers strike is expanding once again, this time adding 8,700 workers at the Ford Kentucky Truck Plant. The Kentucky Truck Plant, also known as KTP, is one of Ford's most profitable plants, with vehicles at that plant producing an annual revenue of $25 billion, which is about one-sixth of its overall global revenue. It is wild how much money these companies are willing to lose instead of, you know, treating their workers well. Absolutely bonkers. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of Hermione and Ron. It's not that Harry didn't do great stuff, but honestly, he usually just kind of like fell into it. Oh, congratulations. Your parents were rich. You got into a good school without even trying. You know? But then we've got Hermione with her books. Oh, we love her. A little purse where she's like, you know what I would love in this purse? A million books. Same. Also, Sweet Ron with his giant family and cool house. Come on. Ugh. I really wish these books stayed mostly the same, but were written totally by someone else. But more than that, more than Harry Potter, because hey, you know what? You're also pretty magical. I'm proud of you.